Hello, and welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, a sacred place for women all around the world to find wisdom about the sacred feminine, empowerment, and healing. From natural health suggestions, traditional wisdom, and transformative stories, you'll be immersed in topics that bring you inspiration and clarity. If you're ready to awaken the wild woman within, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast with Cassandra Wilder. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. My name is Cassandra. Thank you so much for choosing to click play today to learn more about morning ritual and routine and why this is the key you've been waiting for to truly start your day with intention and see that trickle through the rest of your day so that you can feel empowered, connected, emboldened, and truly on purpose. And I'm so grateful to be joined once again by my amazing sister, Haley Meadow. She's been on the show twice now, so this is the third time, and we are talking all about morning ritual, how we start our mornings personally, and how they have absolutely transformed the way we show up in the world. So thank you so much for being here once again. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. I love being on the the Goddess Ceremony podcast, so thank you. Yay. Thank you. So I think we were talking about our morning routines, and they are strikingly similar, of course. No surprise, because we're basically the same human being. (laughs) And uh, we're not really. We're not really twins, but... But we often are actually asked that, which is pretty cool. Yes. And... It's funny how much of our life is so incredibly similar. So, of course, we were giggling over the fact that our morning routine is, like, very, very similar. But we have our own variations and things that really serve us. And I think they demonstrate how it doesn't matter so much what you do, but the intention behind what you're doing. Why are you doing what you're doing? What is your goal with this morning ritual? And so many people don't have the opportunity or the time or the space to practice morning routine. And I think both of us can think back to a time. I know when I worked in the corporate world, my shifts would start at 6 a.m., which is freaking early. (laughs) And so I'd be up at, you know, 5.15 or something. I lived just five minutes from my work, but my morning was waking up to an alarm clock, groggily getting out of bed, maybe drinking some coffee, getting in traffic, being pissed off, having the boss come in and be rude to me, you know, and it just, there was zero morning routine. And then I wondered why throughout the entire day I felt stressed. I had this pit in my stomach and I just didn't want to be there. Yeah, I can totally relate with that as well. I mean, luckily my job didn't start at (laughs) 6 a.m. Mine started at 9, but that also means I got to hit the end of rush hour traffic. Mm. And so, and my job wasn't five minutes away. My Mine were 15 and 30 minutes away, yeah. the two that I was working. And and yes, it was exactly that. There was no morning routine or ritual. It, I guess my routine was coffee. That was my routine, mm-hmm. my ritual. Yeah, and we'll talk more about coffee here in a minute and why it can be in addition to a morning routine, depending on how you do it. Yeah. It will either be a healthful thing or start your day off with a lot of stress and anxiety. So really, we can see the importance of creating morning ritual because the way you start your day sets the tone for everything. And especially if we are wanting to be successful, productive, if we are wanting to really create impact and have a vision, that all starts the moment you wake up, that moment you open your little eyes in the morning. How do you live from that moment on? So Meadow, let's hear about your morning routine and what this looks like for you. The moment you wake up, 
how do you intentionally choose to start your day? So the way I choose to start my day, and I'd like to just put a full disclaimer out here, I don't get to do this every single morning because I am an, an independent mother yes. to three little ones. And sometimes I'm getting woke up in the night multiple times, you know, dealing with children that aren't sleeping super well or maybe they had a dream or maybe, you know, there was a noise that I didn't hear, but they heard. So, but this is my ideal morning every day. So don't get mad at yourself if A, you don't have Mm. a morning routine already or B, if you only get to do your morning routine once a week or something. It's not about how often you're doing it, but at least how intentional and what the quality Mm. time is that you are putting in. Even just having the intention of, I am going to do this. I mean, Ideally, you want to fulfill that, but having the intention there and then tuning into yourself and living with more integrity to make it happen, I mean, that's going to impact and make it even more powerful for you. But So just don't beat yourself up if you're not getting this done every single day, but definitely make the effort. So Mm. the way that my morning starts is I like to wake up with the sunrise. doesn't mean I wake up when it's dark out. Like, it's light, and the sun's usually within 5 to 15 minutes of actually coming over the mountain. I live on a side of a mountain with a view of an even bigger mountain <laughs> and okay. the sun comes right over the top of the big mountain and for me I like to get up you know before the children are up ideally and I go sit in front of my giant window that looks out over this mm. giant mountain and I usually will have my cup of herbal tea that I've made and some mornings that's like red raspberry leaf tea or mm. a matcha tea or dandelion tea, depending on what what I'm feeling for that morning. Mm -hmm. And I'll sit there and watch the sun come up over the mountain. And as it starts to come up over the mountain, I'm thinking of all the things I'm grateful for in my life. I'm thinking about the people that I love. I'm thinking about how happy I am with where I'm at and really tuning into the present moment because anxiety really starts to hit in when we start thinking beyond or or Mm. before. Mm -hmm. Anxiety is us thinking about what's coming or what did I just go through? If we can just ground in and become present and be grateful and thankful. And no matter, I mean, you don't need a giant mountain to watch a sunrise <laughs> come over. I mean, this is my, the home I manifested in the view that it has, but you know, you can sit there and look at a picture. You can just mm. close your eyes and feel yourself somewhere yes. and witnessing something happen. But getting the morning sun sunrise to hit your third eye area helps awaken that pineal gland. Mm. And it helps you, you know, tune in to source, tune into God, universe, helps you tune into that energy, feel the love that's coming in. I mean, you are so loved. And to just start your morning out thinking about how loved you really mm. are beyond all measure. Yes. And don't quantify love as in, well, you know, my spouse or significant other or my best friend. I mean, that love is there. But the love of the universe of the whole entire universe, yes. you are so loved. So tuning into the love, thinking about all the things that you're grateful for, and as that sun comes up over the mountain, I'm letting the, those sunbeams hit my third eye. And the other thing that I like to work with on a daily basis is clearing or smudging. I like to work with Palo Santo. Palo Santo is a type of tree, type of wood that comes out of Peru. It's all over South America and Central America, but. Um, I like to clear myself with Palo Santo, but you could also use an essential oil like White Angelica. You can work with sage, California white sage, or their you know variations of. But I like to clear anything, clear myself first thing in the morning because of anything that maybe I dreamed about. I mean, we've all had the dreams where it really feels 
real and you wake up yes. with the emotion attached and everything that those emotions are not going to serve me for my you know highest best purpose of the day so i like to clear myself with the intention that i'm starting with a completely fresh slate i have the opportunity to make the day exactly how i want and then implementing these other routines of you know the waking up with the sunrise um, thinking of all the things i'm grateful for meditating a little bit sending out love you know if there's anybody in your life that you want to send out some extra prayer or healing love to yeah. this is the time i love to do that and it just fills my heart i just let the love of, of source and god just fill me completely and then that way i'm able to serve others in the best and highest capacity the other thing i like to work with daily is the crystals of course <laughs> since, no surprise since, you know I, crystals are my life it's true <laughs> And the way I select my crystal is, I mean, I've got crystals all over my house, but I tune into what I'm attracted to, what's kind of calling out to me. And so sometimes it might be just a clear quartz for that clarity and focus that I need for the day. Sometimes it'll be some blue kyanite or an amazonite for me to help speak speak my truth and open up that throat chakra some more. Sometimes it'll be like lapis lazuli, lazuli to open up my third eye, or other times maybe I feel a little too up in the clouds and I'll you know, get a piece of smoky quartz or obsidian or red jasper to reground me and re-earth me. So it just, you know, I tune into what my body needs and I work with intuition, which is something that Cassandra is famous for teaching about. Mm. So those are some of my morning rituals and that way it sets the stage where I have a clean slate, I'm able to think about what it is that I'm going to have, you know, whatever the highest, best purpose for me for that day is, who am I supposed to serve, but then also remaining grounded and, and open to the prompts that come in from source. Yeah, it does sound so grounding. And I'm envisioning the sunlight touching your third eye and you're glowing and sparkling and feeling so in tune. It sounds amazing. Thank you. It feels really good. It does feel so, so good. And those are the days when I feel so high vibrational. Mm. I'll be singing in the car and I don't care if the person next to me is looking at me. (laughs) Yes, I'm singing. You should be too. Right. I'm having a good day. Okay. (laughs) I love that. It's absolutely beautiful. Mm. And mine is so similar. And typically it does include waking up slowly, though I am, I now feel very inspired to go find a beam of sunlight first thing in the morning. <laughs> That's going to be my new intention is sunlight. Where are you? Because in my home, the sun does come in. I've got all these windows, especially some that are like 15 feet up. And yeah, this. You have windows even on your roof. I got windows everywhere, <laughs> which is why I'm a crazy plant lady, obviously. But when I moved in, I had like 30 plants, but I was like, wait a minute. This is like a greenhouse opportunity. I know. And that's why <laughs> I now have like 120 or whatever. I don't know. I lost count. But regardless, windows are, are a thing. So the sunlight does come in beautifully. So um, that's going to be part of my new routine. But of course, being the health nerd over here my morning routine of course revolves around that as well so one of the first things i do is drink a quart of water because you need to remember your body has in essence been fasting and in a state of dehydration for seven eight nine hours and so drinking a quart of water first thing is vital you really want to drink 25 percent of your daily water intake first thing so before you drink your coffee before you eat, this is the number one thing. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. So I drink a big quart of water. Same to you, I like to clear my space and my energy. So Palo Santo is wonderful. Rose water is lovely. 
Um, I've got all sorts of magical little things that I like to switch out each day. Things that help me ground down though and feel really, really clear. And then I go through phases. Sometimes I like to meditate first thing in the morning, but my thing right now has been to read this prayer, this um, prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. And I heard this prayer a few weeks ago and just something in me melted when I heard it. It was so beautiful. I'm gonna read it all to you right now. It's pretty short, um, but what a, a beautiful way to start your day. So as I said, this is the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi and it says, Lord, make me an instrument of thy peace that where there is hatred, I may bring love, that where there is wrong, I may bring the spirit of forgiveness, that where there is discord, I may bring harmony, that where there is error, I may bring truth, that where there is doubts, I may bring faith, that where there is despair, I may bring hope, that where there are shadows, I may bring light, that where there is sadness, I may bring joy. Lord, grant that I may seek to comfort than to be comforted, to understand than be understood, to love than to be loved. For it is by self-forgetting that one finds, it is by forgiving that one is forgiven, it is by dying that one awakens to eternal life. How beautiful is that? So beautiful, I have goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. Same. <laughs> and so to read that first thing in the morning really redirects my energy to like what you said, how can I be of service today? Who can I love? Who can I forgive? Who can I support? And yeah, so that's been my, my new thing. And then of course, if y'all follow me on Instagram, <laughs> then you know what comes next. It is a matcha latte, which is like a concentrated green tea. And I love it with oat milk or coconut milk. And I'll go and sit on my beautiful porch and the birds are singing and the sunshine's coming in and I am blissed out. That gives me that nature connection, that time to ground, maybe with a good book. And if I do all of that, then that's the first time that I'll check my phone. So that's really key and we'll talk about that in a moment. So I think it's beautiful that for both of us, we're intentional about the clearing how we wake up there's some form of meditation or prayer or gratitude and then we're enjoying some sort of herbal thing <laughs> which even just that the herbal drinking herbal is so grounding too it's just of yes. mother earth and it's you know pulls us back into our earthly human experience that we're here to, to exactly have. exactly so those are some inspirations for you now we were talking about the things that we jokingly wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> like the things that we would never intentionally want to do first thing in the morning because this is such an intimate little... I think of the morning routine as like this little bubble when you're setting the tone for the entire day. And these are five things especially that I think disrupt everything about it and will likely cause a day that is full of stress and anxiety and worry. So Meadow... What's one thing you would not touch with a 10-foot pole first thing in the morning? <laughs> you know, for me, the number one thing is to stay present. So I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. I wouldn't touch the feelings of overwhelm. Mm. Keeping those far away because it is so easy to instantly like open your eyes and think, okay, these are the 10 million things I have to do. And you just jump out of bed and you, you know, check your phone and you run around and drink your coffee and then you're like buzzed and jittery and then you're, yeah. It just 
all of that. <laughs> yeah. Like just thinking about it, I can feel it ungrounding me a little. Yeah. So being very present and coming back. Cause I mean, the other thing too, to consider is you were just dreaming. You were mm-hmm. just somewhere, whether you remembered your dream or not, you were somewhere else. So you're coming back to this plane again, back to this earth. And so reground and stay present. So yes. let, let all the things that have to happen that you think have to happen, keep those at bay. Don't yes. get overwhelmed. Just as soon as that starts to come up, as soon as that feeling starts to come in, like visualize the energetic shield, the bubble that you have mm. and say, yeah, you're out there, but you're not in here. Mm. I love and this that. is my sacred space. And this is my sacred time right now. Yes. So not letting yourself get overwhelmed first thing. Yeah. I love that. Another big one for me is don't check your phone first thing in the morning. And occasionally when I do cheat on this, I remember why why it's so important because, you know, you just woke up and you slept so good and you're stretching and it feels great. And then you think, oh, see, for me, I'm usually like, I should just send Meadow a message. <laughs> and so you're usually the reason why I take my phone off airplane mode and then I'll get an email or I'll see a text from someone and my heart just sinks you know and I take it all personally and again like I said this is like a tender time of the day and so I feel like you're even more likely to overreact to things and then I think it spirals me Mm -hmm. it spirals me down and then I don't feel inspired to do the rest of my routine and then I'm like suddenly on my computer 10 minutes after I woke up responding to this stuff and it is so unsustainable so if you can Avoid using your phone for at least the first 20 minutes. At the very least, no social media or email. I mean, if you want to, like, text your mom or, like, say hi to your sister, (laughs) I'm going to say that's different. But make sure it's not a toxic relationship. So if you're texting your mom, make sure it's not a... Yeah, true, true. (laughs) Make sure it's a healthy one. So, yes, that's really, really key. And, um, yeah, just being intentional to especially avoid the social media first thing in the morning no mindless scrolling and i like to really envision my bed as a sacred place like an electronic free zone so i try to to make that boundary there there's no tv in there in case you're wondering heck no i didn't even okay tangent i didn't even own a tv until like six months ago and when i went into best buy the people looked at me like like i was amish or something (laughs) When I was like, excuse me, sir, I've never owned a TV before. And, and I don't know, like, I thought a TV's a TV. I didn't know I had, like, 90 options and all these brands. And some are 5000 and some are $200. And anyway, the guy looked at me and was like, you've never owned a TV? And I was like, no. <laughs> so I was like, do I need a smart TV or, like, a not smart TV? Or... <laughs> Anyway, bless this guy. I could tell he was like, you lost little soul, you. But it's so true, not having a TV in your in your space. And if you do have a TV in your space, being very intentional. Mm. I mean, I haven't had a TV in my space for almost four years. Yeah. And I just bought one last week. And it wasn't, I didn't buy it so that I could turn on cartoons for my kids. No judgment if that's what you do. But I actually bought it so I could have Gaia TV on all the time. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. That is the only thing that is allowed to play on the TV is Gaia TV. I love that. Because everything on Gaia is opening up my my mind. Yes. You know, learning about 
everything. If you if you're not familiar with Gaia TV, it's G A I A dot TV. It's like Netflix, but for everything spiritual, exactly. empowerment, the best. They even have yoga. Even have yoga. Sold. <laughs> yes. So did the people at Best Buy judge you as you were wandering around? So I got mine at Costco. Ah, okay. Well. And I didn't want to spend a lot of money, so I kind of went with the, you know, least expensive so one. So you didn't look as, as like, lost I didn't, As no. me. No, I even loaded it onto the cart by myself, so. You go, girl. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that you didn't uh, weird anyone out like I did. So anyway, tangents, but no social media first 20 minutes of the day. Okay. What's another thing? Mm, another thing would be maybe thinking about what you're drinking first thing. I mean, Cassandra already kind of touched on this. She drinks water. I, I just I love having a naturopath for a sister. <laughs> for a sister. Oh yeah, I love it because when she told me that fact of. You're supposed to drink 20? 25% of your daily intake, first thing. So as somebody who's grown up in the desert and was trained growing up not to drink very much water for the case of, you know, if one day you're stranded in the desert, you needed to be able to get through <laughs> the desert without water. Uh... You need to be prepped. So <laughs> true story, friends. <laughs> so um, I have a hard time drinking water. So the thought of drinking 20 25% of your body and water I mean that's that's a lot of water for me anyway but it makes sense and I do notice that when I speaking of morning morning rituals and routines I mean even extending that into the rest of your Mm. day being intentional about what you're eating is it a high vibrational food that you're eating is it going to raise your vibration is it going to lower is it going to keep you the same yeah and the higher vibration you can eat the higher vibration you're going to feel exactly so yeah tuning into what what you're drinking and I definitely would not drink coffee first that's the thing. How many people, and if it's you, I'm not judging you. It's okay. But now that you know better, you can do better. How many people, first thing, that's what they grab. They go down and turn on the Keurig or they start brewing mm-hmm. their coffee before they drink any water. You are dehydrated in the morning. And so when you drink coffee, you dehydrate yourself even further. If you want to drink coffee, by all means do it, especially if it's a you know high quality organic coffee that you're you know, putting in a French press or something, but you have to drink that water first thing. So here's a little trick, okay? Take your weight, so say you weigh 160 pounds, divide it by two. That's how many ounces of water you need a day. So you need 80 ounces. It's really not that much. It sounds like a lot. (laughs) It can be done. I do it every day. It can be done. Okay, so if you need 80 ounces of water a day, a quarter of that right, is 20 ounces. So you need to drink 20 ounces first thing. So I know that I need to drink two cups of my of my bottle or whatever, and then that's then I can eat and drink whatever I want. So water is priority. How do you feel about herbal tea? Like if it's just, you know, an herbal tea sachet of sachet, however you say that word, um, <laughs> of red raspberry leaf tea, like does that, can that count for your Absolutely. intake of water? Absolutely. Okay, good. Yes. Even, you know, when you get into more like matcha where mine is always made with a, a milk, mm-hmm. again, that's like, we're kind of activating digestion at that point because it's going to be calorically dense. But, you know, you got to just make it intentional. You just got to do your best, but don't drink coffee first thing and don't eat something first thing because now you've shifted the whole digestive system and now you're going to be running to catch up all day. That's amazing. 
yeah. to hear. Just, just hearing your routine, it really inspires me to drink more water or have more herbal tea or oh, something good. like that. So good. that's awesome. Yay. Okay, here's another thing. Maybe a little out there. Don't watch the news or listen to NPR or whatever first thing in the morning. And if that sounds absurd, like, but Cassandra, I need to know what's going on. Just ask yourself this. Do you feel good after you listen to that when you've heard about the latest murder or threats or whatever? Do you feel good? Do you feel grounded? Do you feel that universal love like Meadow talked about? Or do you feel stressed and in survival mode? This is such a like a deep topic and it might be triggering you right now to hear that because you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I need to stay in check with exactly what's going on. And unless you are specifically in politics, I'm not sure there's really a reason to, to, to make that your priority every single morning. Especially in the morning. Yeah, especially in the morning. You want to keep that time to, to you. And you have to remember too, if we just even bring in the law of attraction... And we bring in the thought of where your focus goes, energy flows. If your focus is going into whatever horrible seemingly thing going on in in the world, then just your thought patterns on an energetic universal system, you're attracting more of that. Yes. And so if you can set your day with love, with the frequency of love, then you're going to attract, you're going, going to manifest more love in this world, which is actually going to counteract all of the hate and the fear and and the racism and everything going on in this world so exactly being mindful starting with yourself instead of projecting what's emotionally triggering you starting with yourself and pulling in the vibration of love and then sharing that vibration of love with everyone that's that's what can really start to change the world exactly and mother Teresa specifically talked upon that don't you don't want to be part of the problem be part of the outcome Mm -hmm. so rather than going and fighting fire with fire Let's talk about the solution. Mm-hmm. And that's what we don't see enough of today. We're, we're also invested in the problem. Mm-hmm. What, what if we focused on what we'd like to see instead? Yeah. Which is going to come from that loving, tolerant, compassionate place. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, if you like to be informed, if you're like, NPR is my lifeblood, that's okay. <laughs> Just maybe save that for a different time of the day. And do you know, like Meadow said, the energy you have does affect the world, okay? And there's studies of this. There was a study done in Detroit a couple years ago. They took a one of the worst crime-ridden areas where all sorts of atrocities happen. They brought in, I believe it was 11 Buddhist monks, unbeknownst to anyone else. They stuck them in one of these, you know, ramshackle houses. And they had these Buddhist monks pray for peace for about a week. Or maybe it was 10 days. I don't know. I'll find the study and put it in the show notes for you all. But anyway, it was powerful to see that, you know, they weren't out there advertising that what they were doing. They weren't intentionally going up to people and saying, hey, rather than, you know, being mean to someone today, let's be peaceful. Just them with this intent to create peace, 16% reduction in crime that week. That's not coincidence. That's statistically relevant. That's significant. Yeah, so being focusing on how you can be the person that you want everyone else to be. Yes. You become that. Yeah. And then everyone else will feel that and they'll start to shift too. Exactly. Exactly. And then our, our final thing we talked about was just avoiding anything that really emotionally triggers you in a bad way, in a way that brings up stress, worry, fear, lack. 
Exactly. So when you scroll through your Facebook feed first thing in the morning, now there is a way that you can actually clear out a lot of your Facebook feed and have just the inspirational quotes and stuff <laughs> come up. But you know, there's always something in there that might be emotionally triggering. But if you want, if you if you need to be emotionally triggered, make sure you're emotionally triggering for like becoming the best version of you. Yes. Yes. Something that leaves you feeling better than you were five minutes ago. Yep. And better, inspired, and activated through the heart chakra. Yes. Yes. Beautifully said. So to recap all of this, we want you to feel inspired to create your own morning routine. And it doesn't need to look like ours. It doesn't need to look anything like ours. What matters is that you feel connected and grounded and in that essence of love. So here's a little outline for you, okay? And because I'm a naturopath, you know, you don't get to listen to a podcast where I don't bring up something health-related, okay? So one thing, drink that water first thing in the morning. That's vital. That's good for you on every level, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And then create your morning ritual that you love. That can be a gratitude journal. That could be prayer, like this prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. That could be a meditation. And then clear yourself and set your daily intention. That is such a powerful thing to simply make an affirmation or to have a feeling that you take into the day. Like today I am of service. Today I am aware. Today I notice where I can help another human being. Today I radiate love. Just that intention is going to shift how you show up in the world. And then really move forward with love. I've been uh, doing this experiment recently. <laughs> I haven't told anyone this. I haven't even told you this. I don't think you have. I'm like, really? What's this? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so Utah is notorious for bad drivers, okay? Let's just say that. A lot of people like to hang out in the left lane. It's a thing. And I used to get so ticked off about this. I would get so mad and I would like do the passive aggressive, like swerve into the right lane and then like swerve in front of them. I'm so embarrassed to admit this. I know. <laughs> There's some, there was some rage back in the day, okay? Um, but again, like, was it a big deal? No, it was me making it a big deal, me taking it all personally. Like, you know, that was something I needed to work through. So my newest thing has been giving people love blasts. Oh, I love it. And so, I know, I should trademark that, so make sure you give me credit. Um, so when someone especially is driving and doing something seemingly really strange or whatever, <laughs> rather than getting mad at them, I just think, I love you so much. I really hope you're having a great day. I hope that you are so zoned out thinking about like how happy you are and how great your life is. And I swear to God, they immediately get out of the left lane. Wow. Or I was driving down the canyon a few weeks ago and someone like swerved right in front of me, kind of cut me off. Um, you know, and you're going down a canyon, you're already driving a bit cautiously and it was kind of an interesting thing to do. And I felt that like, how dare you? And then suddenly, I love you so much. You knew that I'm a really good driver and that mm -hmm. I would be able to see you. So I understand and maybe, maybe you have somewhere you need to be. And anyway, it has been my jam. So... If you see me on the road, I'm probably sending you love. <laughs> That's awesome. So send love blasts or, you know, and when you're at work and that employee or that boss is being a total little jerk, rather than sitting at your desk spewing all this negativity about them, what would happen if you just looked at them and in your mind said, I love you? Well, the other thing too, I think this is so powerful and this leads into a whole other thing is um, when someone, when something triggers you, it's an opportunity for you to grow. Mm. So by sending that love, 
Cassandra as this person has just, you know, almost caused an accident or slammed on their brakes or, and when those emotions come up, you're, you're looking at them and then you're saying, do I, am I going to let a negative emotion affect me today? And you're saying, no, I reject the negative emotion. In fact, I don't just reject the negative emotion. I'm going to send love to that person. Yes. And that really is a beautiful way to, to just shift your whole perspective and the outcomes that are coming through to you. And everything that triggers you is a reflection of something inside you that needs to be worked on. Exactly. And is it going to do me any good to sit there and be like this son of a gun, you know, cut me off and I, you have a stupid truck and you're just the worst. And oh, look, you've got Nevada plates. Therefore, people in Nevada are the worst. And you know, <laughs> right. does it make any sense for me to like go down this rabbit hole of hatred? No, no. And it's not going to serve anybody around you either. Yeah, that's the thing. So Move forward with love. Let that be your intention, that your be your guide and your compass for your daily living. Any other final thoughts, words of wisdom, insights? You know, I think I think that's a lot for most people to probably work through. So it's a lot for us to work through. <laughs> it is through. on every day. It is like, whoa, wait. Yeah. Yes, it's true. Yeah. So do know that you are so loved and whatever you can commit to every day is enough. And like Meadow said, having compassion for yourself in those days when it's not possible, when something does happen or your babies are needing you in the morning, there is so space to be of service and to put this to the side. But remember, it's what you do most of the time that matters. It's so true. And a note on the babies, if they are distracting you, maybe try to pull them into your morning ritual. Yeah. I mean, I definitely bring mine into, you know, if they're being fussy or they need more attention, then I will say, well, let's let's say five things we're grateful for. And that's actually one of my favorite things to do too when they're having a meltdown, mm. like something's not going their way. I, I say, let's just talk, let's just say five things or three things that we're super grateful for. Mm. Or if the siblings are bickering or fighting, mm. Tell Liberty, you know, three things that you love about her. And now, Liberty, you tell Harvey the three things that you love about her. Yes. And it totally shifts their their thought process. It pulls them out of that negative state. So, yes. Yeah. I love that. And I've seen you do that with them. Like, tell each other why you love each other. And they're so resistant <laughs> they're at first. Like, no! like, I don't love this person. <laughs> but then by the end of it, after they take that moment to chill out and really look at their sibling and say, like, obviously I love them. <laughs> right. You know, they stole my toy, but it's going to be okay. Yeah, it's it's great to watch them work through it. And yeah. we need to do the same thing as adults oh to each gosh. other. Like when we're fighting with somebody or feel like that anger to want to debate or fight and say something hurtful, maybe instead pull back and think about what am I grateful for this person? Thank you for triggering that because now I get to look at it. Yes. Now I get to grow yes. from it. You and, know, yeah. you are wearing a great shirt today. <laughs> I really appreciate your sense of style. It inspires me to dress better there or you, you know I really appreciate the way you you know use your words or the way that you are passionate about this subject that you're trying to debate me on <laughs> you know take a pause there's so much to be grateful for every day at every moment so beautifully said and know that we're all human we're all doing this together none of us are perfect we don't all and if someone says they have it figured out they don't they're lying pseudo spiritual warning run I know I know <laughs> that's truly when people say they're they know everything about something I'm like mm. Run away. Run away. <laughs> so, anyway, I hope this podcast has been inspiring for you. Whatever you choose to do for your morning routine, come find us on Instagram. You can find Meadow at Meadows Crystals and me at Wild Goddess. And tag us if you take a picture of your morning routine, of your matcha latte. We'll officially be best friends if, if you decide <laughs> to tag me in your matcha recipes. Just know that. 
And we'd love to be part of this and support you on your journey. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Meadow, for being here yet again, another epic podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And we will see you all next week. Much love. Thank you so much for joining us for the Goddess Ceremony podcast. We hope you found inspiration and healing within this sacred space. If you're feeling the call to join us for an upcoming Sacred Goddess Retreat or transformative women's leadership training, now is the time to rise. You can find details about upcoming retreats and trainings at goddessceremony.com. We'll see you in the next podcast, sister. Thank you.